The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Cormelation Sports Talk. We are live. We got a uh, great show. We're going to move by fast. If you know the show, if you listen to the show, you know it moves fast. Anyway, it is football Thursday, not football Sunday. The NFL starts today. Demory's uh, in the studio. We were talking about yeah. something off the air, and we might talk about it in the last segment because it is an interesting topic. We were talking about schools. First, it started off with Kansas playing Southwest Missouri State. So then, uh, <laughs> then I, and we, then I, you know, a couple sentences down the road, we said, I said I should have went straight to Kansas. Mm-hmm. I said I never traded in, but we'll get into that at the end of the show. If the show, depending on how the show moves, you know how we talk about a topic, and we may stay on it forever, which um, is possible. Traffic today wasn't bad. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I was wondering if it's a holiday or people are staying home and getting ready for the football night. I think that's it. It wasn't for real. I, no, I really do because traffic was smooth today. Now, I'm, being, I'm being it, facetious, but but, uh, yeah. but no, nah, it was <laughs> quiet today on traffic. It was quiet. It's a Thursday. Uh, I don't like saying the day and time or of you know on the show. You got to keep your show timeless. But yeah, anyway, it's out here. We in Arizona. Traffic is normally bad, except certain Mondays. I know I can count on when school open back up. For some strange reason, parents don't know what to do with their kids, so they take that day off. Uh, and there's not a lot of traffic on the on the road on the highways, and I can get to the studio faster. But today, I just couldn't figure it out. I golf yesterday. You're not into the golf. What else you do? No. What else you do for? I mean, you you play football. You play that. <laughs> you play that high level. You play football. So yeah. What what else challenge you? Something else got to challenge you. I know you knew in Arizona, kind of knew. <laughs> so these streets are eating you up. So <laughs> yeah, I'm still getting used to the streets around here. Don't get too used to these streets. They are dangerous. There's a lot to do in these streets, though. That's lot. You don't want to get used to these streets. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's all right to find a have a couple places you can go to and you just kick. You know, like a Cheers bar. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. and and then you always have your place where. They have a certain food you like, but you don't want to be in these streets like that. Yeah. The thing about it, you're still young, so it's it's fun. Yeah, right now it's, it's still fun, it's still uh, open eye experience. Right Everything now. has its time. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't go I don't be out too much, so you know I don't want it to get old because I know how that is. But I mean, honestly, I I I just been doing a lot of work, a lot of a lot of thinking, you know, planning for you know, uh, well, we with the whole get- radio and uh, also. I got a little play-by-play deal coming up here for little high school games and during basketball, during football and basketball season. So you well, know it's going to be, be pretty lengthy. So get a lot of experience under my belt with that, and uh, got some other things going on radio. I've just been behind the scenes doing doing what I can. But you know, back in school, you know, it was all about you know it was hanging out, school work, hanging out, playing basketball. I played basketball in high school a little bit. Uh, ran track and field in high school, whatever. So. 
So you could talk all sports. Yeah, you know, for, you yeah know. I just at, it was just where I'm from. We don't we don't golf. We don't we don't do the whole golf thing. No, but you, I'm picking you, up you, on you it. You mean where you from? Area or where you from? Indiana. Uh, area, Indiana. Well, that's how period. I was, and I, I was glad when I came to Arizona. I was introduced to it. Uh, I tell you what, Stony Case. I don't know if you guys anybody remember Stony Case used to be a quarterback for Arizona Cardinals, but I think he was a uh, New Mexico State, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, and I just thought, you know, athletically, I'm like, I told Stoney, I beat you athletically. I've never played golf before. <laughs> I said, I beat you on athletic ability alone. Man, I was 100% wrong. That guy took me out to uh, a course uh, in, I think it was in Gilbert, beat my head in. Then I said, that never happened again. Then Stoney's running from me. So I, 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 played, I played yesterday, man, but I, I didn't play. I didn't play. We had a putter in my neighborhood. I think we had about two putters and a wedge. In my neighborhood, unless somebody's dad found it or something like that, so we would oh, we would put holes in the ground and and have putt contests, putting contests. Mm-hmm. So that was my extent of golf. Didn't watch growing up. I thought it was boring. Thought baseball was boring until I started playing baseball. And a lot of this stuff, if you just don't, if you don't know the rules or you don't know the the strategies to, towards these things, see, golf challenged me. Like football was a big challenge, but golf challenged me because you could feel good one day, or you could feel good. Even better the next day, but you're gonna have a different score. Right, and it might not be as good as the first day when you was just nothing hurts, but it, it's just it's just that type of game. So it challenged me, so that's why I picked it up. So I ended up playing. Uh, I had a Wilson Glove contract, and they sent me some golf clubs. From there, it's been down. It's been uphill, <laughs> and then it's been downhill. And so, yeah, black man, mosquitoes tore me up yesterday. I, I was, you was playing at night? <laughs> no, I was playing. <laughs> what <early>. you talking <laughs> about? Mosquitoes. They do. They do have night golf, but no, I was playing. Um, <laughs> No, I played at the point, Tapatio, um, nice strike. But it was early in the morning, man. You know, you get in that. Okay, yeah. Mosquitoes in the morning. They were so big, man. I thought they were like something else. <laughs> then I, I kept smacking my leg, even when there was no mosquitoes, because just, just once some one or two get me, I think they always on me now. Yeah. Even when the wind blows, man. That was uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was terrible. It is um, what we got about. We got about ten, twelve minutes. To break, 888-346-9144. That's the number if you want to call in for the next two segments. It is National Sickle Cell Awareness Month. Uh, so don't forget, I do have a sickle cell challenge coming up. But it won't just be for a month. It will be uh, throughout the year. It's, it's more so of awareness. Just be yeah. aware of what it is. I'm not asking you to do anything you can't do. I was jokingly going to say, make sure you donate uh, no later than the 1st and the 15th. Uh, anybody know what the first and fifteenth is? Mm-hmm. It was, it's jokingly <laughs> make sure you uh, donate by the first or the fifteenth. I don't care if it's a dollar, five dollars. It should be a dollar fifty because if you go to some pages, you might get a two point seven percent tax. You can go to my page. You can go to any sickle cell page. I don't care where you do it. A dollar is great. I don't care where you do it. Just do it, or just be aware of what sickle cell is and a. And I was wondering why Sickle Cell Month was always in September mm-hmm. or why September was Sickle Cell Month. Um, as the National Sickle Cell, I should say. Uh, September is National Sickle Cell Awareness Month because it's back to school month. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a back to school month for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, most children, uh, the Sickle Cell Disease Association of America wants the public to reflect on the children and in adults because adults have this as well, um, whose lives and education and career has been affected by the disease. Uh, and there's a lot more you can read up on uh, sickle cell. So um, sickle cell is close to my heart. My son has a uh, sickle cell. I didn't know I had the trait until I started having kids. So, but 
that's that's the awareness I want everyone else to have, and it's um it's very important. Don't dismiss it as a cold or flu and try to treat it with cough syrup and pain medicine. That you that's not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it. All right, we got football, man. My I got two guys playing in my football fantasies. Um, in the let me see where are my guys because we're gonna talk about some Jim Irsay too. This is you and two other guys. No, no, no. I got two guys playing tonight because oh, okay, football okay. starts tonight. Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. and uh, the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. Packers. I will be at Twin Peaks. Demry has to work, so he can't make yeah. it. I will be um, at Twin Peaks tonight and have to do something for, them, for those guys. So I better be having free drinks, by the way. Now, I have um, Randall Cobb, one of my receivers, playing tonight. Oh, you nervous. No, I'm not nervous. Because cause of the quarterback it's, it's, Aaron Rodgers Yeah it's week one I got It's week one It's fantasy week one I strategically Aaron, you Pitched my team You got Cobb starting Cobb starting Starting yeah. And um, I also have uh, Who's my running back Oh he might not Well He might not get a lot of play Because <laughs> uh, I got Robert uh, Turbin Okay He's You know he's the second back up But he's the guy They was They was pretty much Secured on Sitting Marson Lynch When he was holding out but they just wanted him to get in camp. He wanted a new deal. He wanted extra money on his uh, front end because at the age of 33, 34, running backs seemingly seems to get old, um, according to the NFL, according to if you don't want to pay these guys. But Marshawn Lynch is going to play but a high level three more years, I think. But I have uh, Robert Turbin. Robert's not my starter, by the way. He, he's I'm starting Jamal. Yeah, I wouldn't start him. No, nah, I'm starting Jamal Charles. It's week one. I wouldn't start him. Marshawn Lynch not going to get – Beat up too much no, until about week four. Week, yeah, week four, week five. <laughs> well, he might think. But Turbot, I think he's one of the best number two backs in the in the he, NFL. He should be starting his teams that he can start on. And that crop of number two backs. Yeah, I like him. Um, you know, when we used to talk about the Carolina Panthers, it was a uh, D'Angelo oh, yeah. Williams and, and Jonathan Stewart. Jonathan Stewart. That was the best tandem. And as these guys get older, and you wonder why they didn't use them the right way. But I thought. Any one of those guys in the game, you had to you had work to deal with. Yeah, you had to deal with those guys. So, um, but that's the um, season starts tonight with the Green Bay Packers and the Seattle Seahawks. As much as I l- like Aaron Rodgers, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks in this game. Ooh, ooh, what? Go ahead. I want I want to hear your reasoning why. Because of Seattle Seahawks, one, because of their defense. Two, it's not like Green Bay Packers had a solid defense last year. They just drafted a – trying to fix up their defense. They had to go in the draft. And you want to do that anyway every year to uh, secure better players at each position. But it's not like that. They was 8-7-1 and one last year. I gave them the benefit of the doubt going 8-8. Eight and eight, And Aaron Rodgers sitting out six to eight games last right. year, having a chance to win against the San Francisco 49ers in, in Green Bay, which I did – to a team that was 12-4 and four in the 49ers. Why should they have to go to Green Bay? Because they had the weakest conference. Now, they were 8-7-1 Green Bay Packers, and I get to my reason why I picked Seattle. Then um, who was next, next to them? It was these Detroit Lions. Yeah, Detroit finished second. Yeah, Chicago it was 7-9. They were 7-9, so they lose the division. Chicago was third. Minnesota, obviously, was terrible. Chicago was 6-10 or something like that. Um, but Green Bay, I don't think they sure up that defense – now, I believe in Aaron Rodgers and what he's going to do and that receiving core and that running back and Lacey. But defensively, you have to outscore teams 
to give your defense a chance. So I just I just think defense, in my opinion, usually win those type of games with Seattle because because Seattle and Green Bay and this and this game is in Seattle for two for one. This is the super. These are the Super Bowl champions that still played at a high level. And from nothing mm-hmm. discouraged me from that during the preseason. Three is offensively they have everything they need over there. Uh, they're not asking Russell Wilson to uh, throw the ball 54 times like a like a Drew Brees. They're not asking him to throw the ball all over the field. About the most he's going to throw a football is 30 times. The most, and that's if they behind. Right. which we haven't seen him behind. Their defense plays at a high level. He'll probably throw the ball 25 times, if that, tonight against the Green Bay Packers. If it's a close game, they're going to win. They're going to Seattle, In my opinion, Seattle Seahawks going to win this game. It can't be close because now you're giving one of the best quarterbacks in the game today that, t- that chance like he had last year coming back trying to beat the 49ers. Yeah, if it's close, I think I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers because that offense – I mean, he's he's an elite quarterback. Plus, he's getting his weapons back with Jordy, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb is he, – he's hard to guard. He's like one of those little lightning bugs out there. Yeah. Like, he's just – you can't catch him. And when you do catch him, I mean, he's Ho- going – Hopefully, I get a lot of points. Yeah, he, I mean, he will. He will get you a lot of points. So, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy is going to give me a lot of points. See, this is why I don't like – this is why I don't like getting into fantasy because <laughs> now I'm going to have to watch this. Now I don't have to And watch I hope it. they run the ball like crazy against me Seattle. Me too. But they're going to struggle against the run. They're going to struggle to run the ball. They're not going to win the game if they're running the ball. Against Seattle's defense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way. No way. Yeah. I mean – but Seattle's offense, I don't see them really um, moving the ball that much. I know I got Percy Harvin in the game tonight in my fantasy. Um, he's going to be very valuable and be used differently. Um, Who have more rushing yards than passing yards? Than receiving yards? I don't think <laughs> than so. Than receiving yards. Uh, no, yeah. no way. You might have more return yards than anything. Well, yeah, that too. But the, the, <laughs> they're going to find a way to get this guy the ball without getting him hurt, without getting him knocked exactly. out across the middle. So what they did in the Super Bowl with him last year is probably what's going to happen today. Tonight, and I will be on Twin Peaks. Yeah. So Twin Peaks is probably where I where I would be watching the game. I don't know. Of, I think he might. I think he might do some things in the passing games because I only. Yeah, but the quick stuff. The quick, the little step back, yeah. give it to him, and let him. You know, okay. have the blockers in front of him, the offensive line, go to the sideline, <laughs> and um, build a wall, create a wall for. Him. Yeah. So I could see that being a run play. I could see that that pass play is usually a run play. That first down play. I just don't see nobody in uh, Green Bay's secondary that can touch Parsi Harvin right now. No. Besides Tremont Williams, I like Tremont Williams. Well, he he didn't have the year that he that I thought he was going to have last year. Who Williams? Yeah, the year that he had last year. Oh. I thought he could have done better, especially coming off that Super Bowl year. Because what? Who they lost? They lost Charles Woodson that year, and then Tremont yeah. Williams was supposed to step up and be the man, but. He didn't get it done. No, he no. definitely didn't get it done. But I, they do have a good linebacker core. I'm ready to see uh, Matthews. Oh, who's that? AJ Matthews and AJ Clay Matthews and AJ Hawk. Yeah, and they got Julius Peppers on the line, and which is actually he's like the rush. He's playing he's like third a rush down. back. He's third down guy. That's it. No, he's first down, second guy. He third, he third, he, he, but he's gonna make that, his money on third down. Well, well, of course, that's what the DN does. Yeah, he's gonna make his money on third down. He's gonna get up here, but that's all predicated if you got them in third and long. If you get Seattle in third and long, I see Seattle tonight being third and six, barring first game, so there's going to be a lot of penalties. And this referee crew, referee and crew, is 
they threw the fifth most penalties last year in a, in during the season. Did you see the did you see the uh, overall preseason though? How many flags were thrown uh, in the yeah, preseason? They do that every every year, but this year was this crazy. year was ridiculous. And they're trying to prove a point. And I, and then you look at that stuff. You say you're not gonna call that in a game. You're not gonna call it in a regular season game because a lot of these referees have their. I hope not. No, they they can't. They won't. And uh, I, I know Roger Goodell and whomever the, the uh, referee committee is. They say and throw the flags in preseason hard and heavy, so these guys know that this possibly would be called. I've seen a lot of, uh, even when I played, a lot of preseason games that the flag would come out, you know, as soon as the ball is high, just to say something was called, but they would never throw that during the game, mm-hmm. during a regular season game. But they're trying to make an emphasis on certain things anyway. Uh, they still allow centers to be cock block, uh, blocked from the back and all that nonsense if he's engaged. Yeah. That, that That's one thing that have to change. But as far as the flags tonight, this refereeing crew threw the most flags the fifth most flags last year and a little bit this year. Yeah. So barring any injuries, I don't see the Seattle Seahawks in a real a consistent third and long all night. So the hinge, so Julius Peppers may not be able to get off the way he would be if he was playing maybe this So you're sh- taking Seattle? I'm taking Seattle. All I'm going to go with Green Bay. I like Aaron Rodgers on the road. Those one of them, te- you just cannot. You already owe me ten dollars for for sending I mean, me to a bootleg lo- whole, local patron <laughs> for the Taco Tuesday making. Me- well, I had to be over there anyway, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, we could. Hey, we we could put the ten up now we'll if you want to. I oh, we put the ten up right now. a little more. You want to do that? I put the ten up on uh on Seattle's offense without Golden Tate. <laughs> yeah, without Golden that was, Tate. That was his escape goat. That was Russell Wilson's escape. escape so you goat. you think Pete Carroll and all his greatness. And I mean, he has Percy Harvin now this year, early and often. Now, I ain't going to even add Harvey into the uh, equation. But you think he didn't put somebody else in a position? I know I, I, there was a chance I could lose Golden Tate. Golden Tate yeah. in Detroit okay. will have about, he'll have about 59, 56, 59 balls thrown to him. Mm-hmm. Well, not, not thrown to him. He'll catch, catch 59, 56, 59 balls. That's fair. And he'll have close to 1,000 yards. He'll have, not close, he'll have 789 yards. This year, so I'm not saying he was an escape route for um, Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks offense. I'm just saying Pete Carroll had somebody; they got somebody in place for him. So yeah, to answer your question, yes, I put my mm-hmm. I put that ten on it. I like I like Green Bay's defense. I, I can't wait to that see defense? Uh, that same I mean, defense yeah. from I last mean, year. They got some good rookies coming in. Uh, rookies, Carl, Carl Bradford. He's going to play tonight. I can't wait to see what he's going to look like. They rookies. I'm not saying they yeah, can't but play. Young, yeah. I'm saying the young you better ready get ready to go. It ain't the same speed as preseason. It ain't the same speed as practice. It ain't the same that. speed as preseason. I want to see. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what Clinton Dix going to do. Uh-huh, Al- Dix for the yeah. free safety? From Alabama. Going to get gonna get the ball thrown over his head. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Who's going over the top? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, all right. 888 <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Come back. We're still on football. We want to get into some uh, Ursay. And a lot of the players are uh, not happy with this. But what do you expect when the, the commissioner works for the owners? Works for Ursay. We'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. That is the number. You have this segment and this segment only. If you want to be a part of the show, call in. Questions, concerns, need answers. Demery has them all. Um, <laughs> we were talking. Um, we were talking about football. Tonight's the game. You know, in that area, see, Twin Peaks is right there on 20th and uh, Camelback. So I'm probably gonna do that. But I got. I need to remind you guys that uh, Armadillos is over there too. So they got fresh new. Big screen TVs. I don't know if they they might be. What's the biggest? Sixty? Are those the big ones yeah, these days? Sixty. They got a bunch of those around the bar. Sixty inches. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna. I want to say it's four of them. Man, they showing oh, four, out. Four. They maybe four. Or it could be eight. They showing out. At well, they had to. Yeah, they, That's they, a lot of football to watch. Because you. Oh no, they got. <laughs> yeah, they got a bunch of them all over the. All over the building. I forgot how many she told me. We did a show over there. We did they the show one out at Armadillo. Yeah, so you can stop over there because they will have the game. I'll be I'm, there Sunday. Let me tell you. Let me tell you at Armadillos. Let me tell you what's uh, great about Armadillos. One of the things I should say that is they stay open till two a.m. Like if you out oh, and about, okay. yeah. If you out no, nothing, I can't think of anything. And it's not a club. It's just it's a bar. Mm-hmm. Not only do they stay open to two a.m., the kitchen stays open to two a.m. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, you don't get that a lot. No, man, they they a lot of kitchens be shutting down at twelve. Yeah, like, no, yeah, <laughs> like during, the, during the week they shut down at ten. Yeah, yeah. So, also, um, you know, we are gonna get into some, um, not today, but we we'll get into some baseball. We we'll have a uh, Danny Bates. Uh, he's gonna be our baseball aficionado. Uh, we're gonna start off with a, probably a segment, and it might be this segment right here, this second segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's talk about. High school uh, baseball, high school uh, prospects, top guys out there. Um, we got a format we put together, so to keep you in keep you in tune with that. Going all across the country, not just uh, my across the world. I mean, we're gonna talk some pros too. One of the conversations we had yesterday, and we will get into Ursay, was uh, we we're talking Matt Kemp, and Matt Kemp does have a chance. And I said, if he hit twenty five, he would be back in business. Mm-hmm. 25 home runs, and then if you think about my camp, you think that's 25 home runs. You got this many games a year. You should have hit that yeah, with your eyes closed. Exactly. But he hasn't been in those games. So he's been hurt for a month of the season 
trying to come back, then sitting back out another 15 day. Mm-hmm. But if I think if he hits 25 home runs this year, he's back to where he is. He's back to where we know Matt Kemp to be going into next year. Uh, but one of the things you got to stay healthy, and I, and I say it this: uh, we're talking to Danny Bates. I said, baseball guys are like most baseball guys, in my opinion. And we probably debate about this when he gets on the show. Um, most baseball guys, in my opinion, are like quarterbacks. <laughs> Let me tell you what I mean before you last start laughing in my face. Please, <laughs> please tell me what baseball quarterbacks. They don't get hit. They, they, there's no physicalness on their body. Not, not now. Now I have, I have been on record saying this. Mm-hmm. Baseball is a physical sport, and I say that because the travel. The the triple the double the triple headers they have to play right uh the night in night out back on the plane another city another state having to play the physicalness of that um I think the easiest part of the job uh, if there is an easy part will be the pitchers who gets a trillion million dollars to pitch six days every five to six games uh, so when you look at well Clay Shaw and those guys and you just wonder that's amazing this guy got seventeen going to eighteen wins this year All right um. But I say I have said that baseball is tough in that regard. But how you see a guy get just hurt, and he broke down some he broke down some stuff to me that I didn't even think about it. And then somebody mentioned to him, but you have to think about this, how a guy gets paid, Matt Kemp got paid, but then you got a guy at first base getting paid more than Matt Kemp. But he don't have to run into the wall. I thought that was funny. Then I thought, wow, wait a minute. That that's right. Center fielder, you got to run into walls, kick balls, and a, yeah. And in first baseman, you got to move three yards left or right. Yeah, but first base, you getting the ball more than anybody else, pretty much, besides the catcher. You should get the ball because that's I, the first out. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean. Every, every play got to be made at first base. Period. Yeah, but he ain't hitting no walls. His body, his body, he lasts but longer. He has than to make there. that stretch. If he doesn't make that stretch, and some of those catches and some of those tough throws is coming his way. So all he has to do is take yoga, <laughs> yoga and stretch. But what I'm saying is a lot of balls are coming his way. Who would period. you take? Let me see. Okay, who would you take? I'm going to give you a name you know. Would you take uh, Prince Fielder or Matt Kemp? Prince Fielder. Why? Both of them can hit. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm neither more, one. You're not wrong in either one. But right. I'm saying you would take Prince Fielder because his career going to last longer than Matt Kemp. If Matt Kemp is still in center field, he's going to be banging up against walls. and True. Exactly. And then I he, mean, Yeah. You're right. And I believe Matt Kemp, I believe uh, Prince Fielder is making more than Matt Kemp right now. Right now, today. And all he's doing is catching ball. Well, he he's had just a bigger name. He had a bigger name than Matt, Matt Kemp. Kemp. No, yeah. no, I don't know if that's Well, he had a bigger brand than Matt Kemp. I'll tell you that. I don't know. Prince Fielder? There's more homes that know, more more people around the world know about Prince Fielder. Because Matt Kemp came on the scene with the. Within two or three years, because and see, Prince Fielder got a ring too. But but Danny, with Detroit. See, Danny Bates going he going he's going to bring he's going to pull out code over. He's going to bring the light to this. Mm-hmm. But when you got the arbitration and all that stuff, you have to deal with. So if you want to, they don't want to go through all that again and have. See, I'm talking from some stuff that I got from Danny. You don't have to go through another year that um, Matt Kemp have, and then mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay him. Three, four, five times more than you would have if you just didn't sign him or you signed him right away. Prince Fielder has a name. He does have a name. I'm not questioning. But that name come from uh, Cecil Fielder, didn't it? 
Uh, he he <laughs> he <laughs> Cecil Fielder. He but he know he held his own when he was in Milwaukee. Uh, held it on. He was in a small market. Even even right. even in that small market, but. You look at the uh, insides and out, and this is going to be something uh, Danny's going, and he's going to put a lot. So what you, on a sidebar, so you're going to need to get the, the KLL TV stuff going, man. What are you doing? You. Man, I'm, it's coming. It's on its way. You know who you Payday sound like? Payday just got hit. You know who sound like? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go talk to this guy. You know who you sound like? <laughs> It's on his way. I just got here, man. Come on, I'm still trying to. I'm still getting around town. You man. just got where? I still don't know how to get through traffic around. You know here. how to find the bars? They everywhere. <laughs> they on every corner. <laughs> you don't know how to find a bar. There's more bars than streetlights. <laughs> well, like wow. That um. So so Danny gonna talk about. It. He's gonna have. <laughs> we gonna have a link. We gonna have. We gonna. It's gonna be a bunch of stuff. I want to give it away. Yeah, um, don't give it. Away. Yeah, because he probably be into. He's too excited. I'm not me. I'm not excited. <laughs> baseball. I played baseball. I should have yeah. been. I should have played baseball instead of football. I should have. That's the second thing. But I should have did the other. The the thing I wanted to do coming out. Air Force. I was in Air Force ROTC. So mm-hmm. military. Okay. I was taking medical classes in high school. So uh, my junior senior year. So military doctors. Whatever. Football was just football got in the way. Football got in the way. Really. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I love football for what it what it allowed. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna shut it down right there, and I'll let Danny talk about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shut it down because we can, because I can go into all that stuff that that you know that I get from him, uh, Brian Nelson, Junior Spivey, and a lot of those guys. Right. Uh, I can get from. Uh, so we're gonna have a probably a weekly show on that. Um, yeah, I'm excited because it, it brings a. You and I talking about baseball. It's gonna sound like what? But somebody who yeah. been a scout, played baseball, exactly. You know, bring you get it more here. knowledge. For yeah, that. we get more knowledge for that. Then we, you know, you get a wider. Broader band, yeah. then fan our base. opinions can get more factual, <laughs> validated. With their help, yeah. Definitely, yeah. We got fictional opinions for the <laughs> most part, but you bring somebody and know that stuff. Yeah. Jim Mercy. Oh boy. He he found it. Well, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, Tuesday was it Tuesday? Because yes, it was before. Yeah, we talked about it before the suspension came down. Right. So his... now, outside of the NFL, he was on probation for a year. Mm-hmm. He. Um, Got his license suspended, which I thought was not a problem. He, what, where was he gonna drive anyway? If I'm going to a game, I'm the owner. I'm not driving my car to a game, not in Indianapolis where it's gonna be a packed house. Where I feel that it's gonna be a packed house, I have a car service. Right. He, sh- every billionaire has a car service. Most of high percentage, ninety six percent millionaires have a car service. Right. That is not a punishment to him. That is just to show. So the outside public who don't have a billion know this is what's going to happen to you. Anybody else, they, they would, because he's an uh, influential person in, in that community, in that city and state. So the punishment to me was kind of light. So then the NFL comes along. Coach owner Jim Irsay suspended six games, fined 500000 This is a billionaire, fined 500000 um, after pleading guilty to operating a vehicle while in, under the influence, while impaired. So it was an OWI or something like that, operating while impaired, whatever that is. I guess that's what it was. Is that a harsh enough punishment for him, in your opinion? I think it's fair, that, but oh. I don't think it's harsh enough. I don't think it's – it's definitely not harsh. It's fair to an extent. You from there. So let me ask yeah. you this while you ask, answering that. It's – um. He's been this guy always, though. Yeah, he's always been this – I mean, news – Articles, stories, rumors, whatever you want to call them, uh, they've been 
popping out since I started following the Colts since about 98, 97. You know, you hear a lot of stories about Jim Irsay and uh, I happen to live around the corner from a few Jim Irsay's uh, good friends, I mm-hmm. should say, on that level. And, you know, they talked about, you know, Irsay, uh, some of the things that he's doing outside of just the Colts organization of football. You hear, you know, you just hear a bunch of rumors. So you've been hearing a lot of the speculation. He finally, I guess you could say he finally got caught. It finally caught up with him. Yeah. And but it took this long, and this is the punishment. Yeah. That's 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 one of the it took you know, over over ten years for it to, to finally break to really get him uh, on something. I mean, he allegedly got caught numerous times before that as well. It's been coming out in the newspaper in the Indianapolis Star numerous times. And like let, let, allegedly been let go. Maybe uh, it's some of the one of the deals that he dealt with. He even came out to the media about was his drinking. At first, it was his drinking. <clears throat> and then it came to now so, drugs. So the police who arrested him probably was a Houston, Texas fan. <laughs> so he didn't like Irsay anyway. So because if he'd been let go, <laughs> he'd been let go by some Indianapolis Colts fans and some. Well, oh, see, yeah. I bet you, if, I'd be willing to bet if Peyton Manning was still a quarterback, he would have been let go on this incident. Yeah, definitely. I don't like. Of course. I, don't, <laughs> I don't like Jerry Jones because what he did to Tom Landry. So I, I understand. I could speculate idiotically uh, about. You know, Peyton Manning being the quarterback, Jim Merce would have been like, mm-hmm. go free. That, jokingly doing that. Um, but it, it's caught up to him, and now he has – I don't think – it took him too long to be fined by the commissioner, a guy who works for Jim Ursay and the other 31 owners. It took him too long to be fined, and then this is the fine, six games. What's six games going to do? He can, he can watch six games at his at home. Yeah, He can't be around the team for six weeks. Uh, he's fined $500,000. I don't think any player – would be fined that much, but he being an owner, the penalty is a, a tad bit. It should have been in the millions. It should have been in the millions. That's the part. That's why I say it's not really that harsh. It could have came down more. It could. It could have. It should have been in the millions. Because this damaged the brand. I don't. I don't care if he's your boss. If he paid, cuts your checks. I mean, you still got to send the message like to the owners saying, "Hey, you know, you can't." Like it's killing the NFL brand right now, and for him to just slide under. Under the all the media ochrity and just getting past it with you got other guys suspensions coming in with domestic violence, but this guy's just sliding right by, just sliding on through. Then he gets hit with just five hundred thousand dollars, half a million. I mean, you gotta you gotta come harsher with that with but the suspension of money. I think they six came games off. is fair. Though, I, I'm gonna I give believe six games. Maybe half, maybe half the season, maybe about eight weeks. A owner should, yeah, I, I would maybe half the season. And and and, it's, and I always say this too. And what do they crazy. mean by suspension? Like, what is he suspended he, from? He can't. From he can't come team to the games? operations and everything. You think okay. he's gonna not be operating his team by the inside? <laughs> from I mean, he's, would, <laughs> there's no way that can happen. But it has to sound good and look good through public opinion. Yeah. Now, he's a billionaire. So I'm pretty sure five hundred thousand dollars won't hurt badly. It's kind of like a slap on the wrist, but it is what it is. It's the business. This was said by Bills defense and Jerry Hughes um, on Jim Irsay's suspension, and he used to play for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Then he got, I think he got traded to Buffalo, or he went to Buffalo. Now we say five hundred thousand dollars to a to a billionaire owner of a franchise, and I'm, and I'm sure other businesses that he has. One point eight million for four games is what Wes Worker is going to serve. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose one point eight. Wes Worker is making a lot of money. He's, in four games, he can lose one point eight million. 
while serving a four-game suspension for breaking uh, the league's policy on perform, perform enhancing drugs. That's a lot of money. And you know it said? It said amphetamines. But then I heard Molly. Is that the same thing? Is Molly I don't know. I don't know the drug scene. Yeah. I'm not saying you know, but is no. that what it is? I don't know. I know Molly is a form of ecstasy. That's so they, they just that's can't all get, I know. People just can't <laughs> get high enough. So they went from ecstasy. <laughs> now, nah, it was something before ecstasy, but I'm saying, okay, they went to from ecstasy, somebody created Molly. Yeah. Isn't it's a pure, I guess it's a pure version of ecstasy. I don't know the details. Pure? I, what's pure? They got they got Ajax and uh, Clorox and battery acid, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's more, it's, it's, it's not as much as acid. It's not as much as acid, God. but... Definitely Molly is a. I mean, a lot of a lot of hip hop artists was on the Molly for a while. <laughs> I mean, what, they even came out and said, you know, the, what's that guy? What was that guy that, uh, that made a little pop the Molly? I'm sweating. Trinidad James. Trinidad James. It was guys in my school who was popping Mollies. College. College kids. They popping Mollies. They didn't play football. They, okay. One point eight million. One point eight million. That's that's a harsh. That's. Yeah. How four, high four, four, four. do you need to be? <laughs> what What are you looking for? And then I don't think it's a. I think it's just a just a body. I don't know. Just well, they said the ecstasy was a like a sexual drug. If you t- you touch, it. yeah, I, that's crazy. That's just to me, it's crazy. I ain't never been a drug guy. I ain't never been into no, no tr- never, into drugs. Never have. So. Never will. That is crazy. Um. Oh man. Well, Israel's daughter. Her name is uh, Carly. Carly Israel Gordon. We talked about what's his punishment. He can't be part of the franchise uh, for six weeks. She's going to oversee the franchise in her father's absence. So you think he's not going to talk to his daughter? <laughs> so he's banned from his daughter for six weeks? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No um, and a lot of people, a lot of uh, guys around the league, players, they are not too happy with this suspension. But it took so long. For it to happen, I just think, and it goes back to, with me, it goes back to Commissioner Goodell. His punishments, they are too inconsistent, depending on who it is. And I thought it was inconsistent with Adam Jones. And this guy had, he's still playing today. I thought it was so inconsistent with Adam Jones when this guy got in trouble so much. Don't you understand that the... You've reached maybe a dream. It had you reached a dream of yours, maybe a goal of yours to play in the National Football League. Now here you are, and this is what you do with it. You disrespecting the game. You disrespecting the guys that came before you, so you can get these three years, seventy, hundred million thousand dollars. You disrespecting everything, and it's then what you tell the kids that want to play football. So that's why they do so much marketing uh, to women. So they they let their sons play football because dad gonna let them play anyway, uh, but they the moms gonna say, can shut that down. No, he's not playing. I suggest every kid that want to play in the National Football League stay with flag football as long as you possible. Parents, make sure you get CAT scans, CTA. Make sure you get CAT scans of your kids to track the pro- progress of what his brain looks like now and what would it look like in three years. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We'll finish up. I do want to talk about the. SAT and GPA. We, we, was, we was having a good conversation before the show started. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
the job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the show. From last for the sports talk, Henry Lachey is in the studio. Uh, you must be doing your fantasy. You've been looking at your phone. <laughs> no, you've been looking at, at your phone fantasy. from day one, from the time we started. I'm just looking, man. But, but you did say some crazy coming uh, during break. Where's Khalifa? Yeah, we them boys. Modern, he's a, he's modern a modern day, day Ziggy Marley. Yeah, Ziggy Marley. That's maybe Bob Marley. No way. He's no. big like that. That's just disrespect. He's he's huge like in that industry, in the hip hop industry right now. He's the weird. He's that he's, weird he's that kid. Guy that, he's, he's that guy married to uh, Amber Rose, right? Yeah. He's that just, weird just kid. Just being married to her, he's not no Ziggy Marley or no Bar Marley. What? Amber Rose. You know about her? Yeah, I know about her, Amber Rose. Yeah. She used to be with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and keep going. Keep going. And <laughs> numerous guys before. But look, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying he's Wiz Khalifa's not talented, but man, he's just, yeah, uh, he's talented. He's huge. He was self-made too, by the way. Then he, I don't know why the guy, why these guys get with labels and then be. Owned. I don't think that you should. I don't think you should get with labels. You, you don't have need to. to get that. You need to get that made. You need to get that. Paycheck, yeah, stay independent. Mm-hmm. Don't sign these labels. Don't let them control your money. Then they cut up your checks with their checks. With everybody else's. Exactly. Then you got three different uh, productions got to get their, get paid Be for. Be your own brand. Yeah, that's how you got in. <laughs> Sell yourself, exactly. Yeah, no, see, I'm, I'm all about your own brand. I, I try to have conversations with people about your brand and business. I said, you got to tie these things in together. I don't care what you're doing. Your band and your, your brand and your business, they have to match up at some point. So don't let somebody else mess that up for you. You know, and come along if you could do it yourself. Right. So, but yeah, be your own brand. That's crazy. Um, Wiz Khalifa, huh? No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, well, you know, we was talking about drugs. We were talking about, yeah. NFL, Wiz. You talk about drugs, you might as well <laughs> hashtag NFL. That's, it's crazy that these guys. And that's uh, a shame. Where it, it is. came from. Like, 
where it's going to. But it's not. It's not like it's like now. Now it's still because I was talking about the punishment of Roger Goodell and how the inconsistent it was. But I used to like the Dallas Cowboys before I even just growing up mm-hmm. in Virginia. I used to like Dallas Cowboys because of Tom Landry. Nothing. It was and I and Tony Dorsett. And I took my school picture in a Tony Dorsett jersey. But I used to like the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. But Tom Landry was a professional guy. He mm-hmm. was professional. He went about his business. He was always mentioned when it was come down to Super Bowls, and he played in uh, quite late. And when you know you t- look at the Super Bowl teams, they as of late, what was it been about fifteen years since they even they've been there? Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Six, before they even won a playoff game. It's, it's crazy now. But then you look at the guys, and I stopped liking Dallas altogether. I stopped liking them when I came to the Cardinals, I should say, because now it was a different opponent. I didn't stop mm-hmm. I didn't stop uh, respecting the Cowboys. I stopped liking the Cowboys because it was a different opponent. Um, and I think it was Eric Hill who said, uh, you know, when I went to Dallas Stadium, the old one, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm looking at – like, this is what I saw on TV. This is the stadium right here. And they right. said, Quan, what you going to do? You want autographs? Snap back to reality. He had to me because I, I had Michael Irvin and uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Williams to guard. So it was um, it, it was a different ball game. But, you know, the drugs coming and being a part of the football, and I'm like, how how do you need to get? Oh, you, you reached the goal. And maybe you had these problems before you got in, and nobody – and everything's like Ursae's stuff have been – Swept under the rug, right. but how you get to this right here? And now you, you, you doing drugs? And then, and when I say drugs, it could be anything. It's not just not a anything could be a drug if it's controlling you. We got a lot of drugs that control us, but, right. uh, but then it it gets you in trouble with the pat with your passion and your your dream or your goal. Then it becomes a problem. And those people that was there to help you when you were younger, they, they're not there to help you anymore. And we're talking about Kansas also be, before the show even started. Mm-hmm. You said Kansas plays Southwest Missouri State, and I'm thinking like that's a good chance they can lose that game. And then I asked you about is that a team that was in your division, was in your league? Yeah, yeah, they're they're in the FCS. Okay, and I said they can probably lose that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and more so, I don't have a belief in uh, who the head coach is. I don't believe believe in a head coach. I don't believe I don't Charlie believe, Wise, huh? Charlie Wise. I don't believe in Charlie Wise. No. Nah. I don't believe in him. He, you should see his coaching staff. You're recruiting 18-year-old kids, and and sometimes it may be a 19-year-old kid that's, that's coming from a JC. Mm-hmm. You see his coaching staff? Like old men. <laughs> How you get across to a, a – I mean, let me pull up his uh, coaching staff while we're talking. But I said I should have went straight. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything about Kansas. Well, I've changed one or two things, but two things for sure. But I would go right back to that school. I would go right back to the University of Kansas uh, instead of uh, Virginia Tech. I I don't know. Shoot. I don't know because Butler County Mm -hmm. was a pretty good – Butler County was a pretty good school. Mm -hmm. Butler County was a pretty – I can't not say that about Butler County. I think my direction was what it was, I guess. Yeah. So – But you said you you would not – you could. There was a lot of places we could have went, but you said yeah. there was a place where, you know, you would have did things better, different. In yeah, high I wish school. I would have did things better, especially uh, what did they call that? Um, where you had to meet the NCAA clearinghouse. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it has changed, has different differentiated now, and 
uh, when I was there, it was you had to match up your certain scores, your certain SAT, ACT scores up with your GPA. So the higher your GPA is, right. the higher you had to score. And I didn't think that was really fair because if you got a high GPA, why do you have to score so high with your scores? Should, shouldn't you just go with, like, a passing score? Or? It wasn't like that when I was coming out of high school. Yeah. It wasn't like that at all. But when it, it changed, it, this changed, what, seven years ago? Ten years yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. Um, no. See, you have your GPA. Let's say you had a 3.5 GPA. If you took the uh, SAT, you couldn't have a 2.5 and score 16 on the SATs. Right. You couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or with ACT. With, ACT is the... SATs was the um, that's where it goes up to. I think the highs you get is at thirty. That's the 32? ACT. I think ACT. that's the ACT. That's yeah. the ACT. Academic. Yeah, the that's SAT the ACT. Is like sixteen hundred. Yeah, you get sixteen hundred. You get three hundred for signing your name right. properly in the right spot. Right. Some some guys miss that. Some people miss that. Uh, but if you got over seven fifty, you can go to college. Right. You can go to college and you, that you was could, my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would. My, some of my scores will be as high for me to get into many universities uh-huh. as I wanted to. But the clearinghouse, you have to meet meet that match number or higher or better, That's which was design. fairly unfair. It was unfair, but it's a, it was designed. And they think – because some kids test differently. Right. Um, I don't care who you are, which kid you are. Some kids just they, – they have a phobia. They get in there and they panic and they know the stuff. Immediately right. – they could let's say they, they missed five of them, but immediately – after that test, if you ask them the questions again, they get them all right. Some just the time, the pressure of a test. Right. Some, some kids, some people just test differently. Um, I don't know how how fair that fair that is. That if I scored a sixteen hundred, then I I gotta have a straight A's. I mean, it sounds yeah. like it should match up if you're a straight A student. It's straight A student because you know how to study and you. Sometimes you could stu- you can cram. There's some people that cram for tests and pass tests. Exactly. Well, you can't cram for the SAT. You gotta you go in there. Hmm. I can I can tell you. I guess that half of them. But the ACTs you got you got the meeting, meet uh, reading, and math. And what's the other? Um, was it English? Yeah, English. Yeah. Yeah, and also and those things are all timed up. You got 45 minutes on each right. one. And for, especially for math, you gotta have a certain. They allow you to take a calculator. And I don't know if I could. T- we took calculators in ours. But you had to work it out on paper, so the time might have been longer. Yeah, we had calculators. Yeah, so now they can take calculators in there. But with the ACT, I know you could take you. You got to take math, science. They had science in there, uh, English, reading. Yeah, reading okay. comprehension. Okay. And what what I figured out later on was some of the schools that wanted to work with me on my ACTs is because. You can take your highest scores from old tests. Mm-hmm. Say, if you, say if you score high in math and the next time you score high in uh, reading, and you can average out the highest scores of your test. Can you? Yep. And that's that's how I got. I could have been. See, well, one thing is I got red flag because each test I got finished with, I just submitted that one, those scores. So you could have kept so them and then turned I could have kept like the older scores that I had that I scored higher on a uh, certain section. You can put that all together in one test and submit that and that's what happened to me later on because I got red flagged because my test scores jumped so high because when I added those together when the school finally came to me and told me hey you know what you know you can add this class this class and this class or this section this section and this section and boom here's your score so once I got all that together my score jumped high so I was like okay I'm good now 
Then that's when the red flag came with the clearinghouse. They saying, you know, your jump, your score jumped pretty dramatically high. And but they know what you did though. You you. Well, you I had to write a recommendation and all that. I had to send that to them. What happened? And was it too late? I mean, it's 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 in there. It's so their when ball did you sign with NCAA? NCAA. I didn't sign to to Indiana State until the spring. It was uh, December before January semester 2010. So it was December 2009. Is when I signed my letter of intent. Mm. So you had you had six months during that summer too. when I graduated from high school in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that springtime before, I had numerous schools to choose from. Bigger schools than Indiana State. Yeah, and a lot of them were bigger, but a lot of them start pulling out once I got a red flag in that summertime. Uh, it was when the NCAA clearinghouse red flagged me, so a lot of schools pulled away. Right? Like oh, I don't think you're going to be eligible. They didn't know. They didn't want to help. You know, either or. But Indiana State was one of those schools that did. Come back, have my back, I should say. And like, you know what, we're going to stick with you. It was other schools as well, but it was the closest school to home or whatnot. And I knew it was coaching. The coaching staff was just a drive away, just a little drive away. So I was close with them. With home? Yeah, from home, from Indianapolis to Terrell. It was about uh, about an hour drive. From school, from Indiana yeah. State? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, they they put in a lot more effort in Southern Illinois and other schools. See, here's one of the things that uh, uh, we would talk about. It's more so uh, during the baseball stuff. We had this conversation last evening. Um, is why kids sign or commit, not sign, but commit. And, and I'm gonna leave it right there. Why they commit, and then uh, some schools, in your case, decommit. Mm-hmm. And why is that possible? All right, University of Kansas. That's gonna be a conversation. We might even tap into it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Southeast Missouri State. I don't know what the outcome going to be to the game. I like to think Kansas can win, but I've seen stranger things. Duke, ooh, going to be. Mm-hmm. That's going to be. It's Duke. it's at Duke. In Durham, it's uh, in it's, Durham. At Duke? It's, it's in Durham, North Carolina. They ooh. play. They play in Lawrence, so they should win that game. Depending on what uniforms they have on. Um, <laughs> then they go to Duke. <laughs> then they, <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah. Then they come back. To uh, Lawrence for Central Michigan. Central Michigan, Michigan is no joke. Central Michigan is no joke. But then you have okay, ball game right here. Texas, <laughs> West Virginia, Sock it up. Oklahoma State, who Sock played, yeah, who Texas played Tech. lights out against uh, Florida State. Oh, one. this is a good. This is a good year right here for uh, Clinton Bowen to get the job. They hit, they had Oklahoma <laughs> State, Texas Tech, BYU, Iowa State, TCU. Oklahoma University and Kansas State. So I see. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I see two and um, I see three and um. They can get Iowa State. Iowa State. They just they got blown out by North Dakota State. Who's I, I counted in that our conference. I counted that. They can get Southwest <laughs> Southeast Missouri State. They got twelve games. Central Michigan maybe because it's at home. They play in Kansas State in Manhattan. They going to Norman. They going to Baylor. They going to they going Waco. to Texas Tech. They going to Waco. They going to Lubbock. They are going to uh, Morgantown. Mm. And they going to OU. Ooh, ball game, ball game. Whatever game they play <laughs> at home, that's a good chance to win. But everywhere else, they might get Texas. Texas what? University of Texas Longhorns. Plano, Texas high school. They maybe. May. Oh no, Plano, <laughs> Texas. It's, it's, it was Plano, Texas. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? And I'm not. 
I was gonna say I'm not rooting against them, but I guess I am. I'm rooting for Kansas. It's just that I don't understand that coaching staff. The coaching staff is holding them. Yeah, yeah, the coaching staff. We put some uh, young guys who's been there for a while. Clint Bourne's from Lawrence, Lawrence, mm-hmm. Kansas. He's been with the program. With Mangino was there. Um, um, put a guy there who understands the community, who can recruit. I think it comes down to recruit. You can't send no old man to somebody's 18-year-old house and say, I'm going to take care of your son. That's just not going to work. You might be talking about some Catholics now. <laughs> hey, we got to get out of here. We got a show tomorrow, though, uh, Friday. Football season starts tonight, Twin yes. Peaks. We got the Packers. Packers, yeah. Okay, you're going to end up owning me $20. I, man, come on. Kwame I Lass, can't wait. Kwame Sports Talk, Jimmy Lachey. We will talk with you guys tomorrow. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>